everybody. My name is Shauna, and this is the American English Podcast. My goal here is to teach you the English spoken in the United States through common expressions, pronunciation tips, and interesting cultural snippets or stories. I hope to keep this fun, useful, and interesting. Let's do it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another 10 words a day episode. This is going to be the second part of Alex's dating disasters. In this episode, you'll hear a total of 10 words, 10 verbs in particular, that are perfect for intermediate level learners. These are words that are common, that you probably might not remember when the moment arises and need to use them. So let's review what happened in the previous episode. The first part of this episode was episode number 98. In it, we talked about a man named Alex. He is our protagonist. In the first part of the story, we learned a little bit about him. We found out that he is a good-looking guy from New York. We found out that he is a Southerner at heart, meaning he feels a strong connection to the culture or lifestyle of people in the South. It's important to know that when we talk about the South in the United States, we're typically referring to the states in the South Central and Southeast. So from Texas and eastward towards South Carolina, Georgia, this wouldn't include southwestern states such as New Mexico, Arizona, or California. In the United States, there are many stereotypes about the South. Some are negative and some are positive. I don't really want to go through the negative ones now. They're complex and require a little bit more explanation in order to not offend anyone, but uh, we'll go through the positive ones. One big positive generalization you'll hear about the South is that Southerners are hospitable. They are welcoming to guests and very helpful to strangers. And this goes along with another stereotype that Southern males are gentlemen. They are incredibly respectful, and well-mannered. Last week, we learned just how much it bothered Alex that his dates were ill-mannered. In other words, they had bad manners. At the table, at a restaurant, they burped, coughed, sneezed, snapped their fingers, slurped their drinks, chewed with their mouths open. They were very disgusting dates that he went on. In the end, Alex was disgusted and discouraged. This brings us to today's episode. First, I'll tell you the story. Just listen to the story. You do not need to understand everything that is happening. Second, I'll go through the 10 key words. You'll hear the definitions and example sentences. Be sure to make a mental note of the words you don't know. Last but not least, you'll hear the story a second time. Listening to the story a second time is crucial. You've already heard the definitions. You know how to pronounce the words correctly. Now you'll get a second chance to hear them again in context. So don't turn off the audio too soon. Without further ado, let's talk about Alex's next date. 
It was a warm Saturday afternoon, and Alex was getting ready for yet another date. While standing in front of the mirror and buttoning up his shirt, he wondered what was in store for him this time. Could it get any worse? Well, maybe. His next date could pick her nose and eat her boogers, or even pull out some floss and start cleaning her teeth between courses. It didn't seem likely, but to be frank, he didn't know anything about the girl he was about to go out with. After explaining the past few disastrous encounters to his friends, they'd convinced him to be set up on a blind date. He had no idea what the girl looked like, what her hobbies were, or what she did for a living. All he knew was that her name was Sophia, and according to his friends, she was funny, kind, and respectful, just like him. A dinner reservation was made for a nice little Italian joint a few blocks away, and he couldn't wait. His stomach was growling. He put on his shoes, shut the front door, and headed out his apartment building towards the street. The sky was overcast. It had rained earlier that morning, and everything was still wet. When a cool breeze blew, he zipped up his jacket all the way to his chin and stuck his hands in his pockets to keep them warm. When he got to the crosswalks, he looked at all of the yellow cabs speeding by. Not even the first rain of the season could slow down traffic in New York City. There were places to be and people to see. When the light turned red, a nearby taxi driver slammed on his brakes and sent dirty street water from a puddle in Alex's direction. He didn't see it coming. Water splashed all over his pants, making it appear as if he'd wet himself. Many of his friends would have flipped the driver off, but he didn't want to make a scene. So instead, he swore under his breath. What was that? Should he go back home for a change of clothes or head to the restaurant as is? If he went home, he'd definitely be late for the date. If he went straight to the restaurant, uh, he was afraid he would make a bad first impression. In the end, he chose the latter. When he got to the restaurant, he took a deep breath and walked inside. He looked around the room, searching for women sitting by themselves. At the bar, a woman in a leather vest with a shaved head and tattoos talked loudly, but didn't seem to be waiting for anyone. On his left, an older woman with short, curly gray hair saw him and grinned. Then, at a booth, he saw a beautiful brunette take a sip of water. She looked up at him and waved. He walked over, wet pants and all, and was ready to explain what had happened. But before sitting down, she laughed, handed him a napkin, and said, Don't worry, it happens to the best of us. What happened next would be told time and time again. It was one of the most enjoyable meals of his lifetime. That's the end of today's story. We didn't quite get to know the wonderful woman Alex went out with, but we did learn one thing. She wasn't quick to judge his appearance. She didn't let the situation get awkward, even if she thought he'd wet his pants. In other words, peed his pants. The 10 words for today's lesson were to pick one's nose, 
to growl, to zip up, to slam on the brakes, to splash, to wet oneself, to flip someone off, to swear, to take a sip, and to wave. We're going to go through the definitions and new example sentences now. I'd like to thank Oxford Languages for help with these definitions. Number one, to pick your nose means to insert your finger in your nostril, so the hole in your nose, in order to remove dried mucus, more commonly known as boogers. The mom told her son numerous times to stop picking his nose, but he couldn't resist. Number two, to growl, to make a low guttural sound in the throat. But this sound can actually come from elsewhere. So a dog may growl when it is angry. A stomach can also growl. This happens when you're hungry. For example, when I walked into the restaurant and smelled pizza, my stomach started to growl. The worst is when your stomach starts to growl loudly in a quiet place, like in a classroom or at church. I'm sure that's happened to all of us. Number three, to zip up means to close or connect with a zipper, right? Most coats have buttons or zippers to close the front. When we went camping, we were cold at night because the tent wasn't all the way zipped up. Number four, to slam on the brakes. The brakes are what stop a car from moving. In English, we step on the brakes to slow down gradually. If you need to stop suddenly, you'll press your foot down hard and fast, and that's when we say you slam on the brakes. For example, the bus driver slammed on the brakes to avoid hitting a pedestrian. Pedestrians are people that walk on the street. Number five, to splash means to cause liquid to strike or fall in irregular drops. Please stop splashing me. I don't want to get my hair wet. You can probably imagine a sunbathing woman next to a pool uh, yelling this at a bunch of kids if they are splashing. Number six, to wet oneself means to pee your pants, right? (laughs) To urinate in your pants. The poor kid laughed so hard he wet himself, right? Or he peed his pants. Notice here that you do not need to say peed in your pants or peed on your pants. We just say peed your pants. Same thing with poo, right? He pooed his pants. This is really nice, this audio, isn't it? (laughs) All right, to flip someone off means to show someone your middle finger. In the U.S., flipping someone off is a rude hand gesture that illustrates that you're angry. You might see people do this in traffic when someone else cuts them off or does something that they do not like. To flip someone off is synonymous with to give someone the finger. For an example, we merged too slowly onto the freeway. The driver behind us was so mad he flipped me off or he gave me the finger. Number eight, to swear means to promise, or in the context of the story, to curse. 
Uh, swear words are like damn shit. You know which words I'm talking about. All right. And the past tense of swear is swore. Alex swore under his breath. He said swear words quietly so that nobody could hear. The teenager got sent home from school for swearing at his teacher. Number nine, to sip or to take a sip means to drink small mouthfuls of liquid. When I was broke, way back when, I used to work from coffee shops and sip on the same coffee for like five hours. (laughs) Number 10, to wave means to move one's hand to and fro in a greeting or as a signal. We waved goodbye to our parents as they drove away from our house. All right, so you've heard these words in a few different ways now. You heard the words in the context of the story. You learned the definitions and you heard new example sentences. Now you should feel pretty confident about the meaning of each of these words. Now you'll hear the story one more time. And once you're done, I highly recommend writing 10 original sentences to solidify your knowledge of these new terms. If you would like the transcript, MP3, podcast player, and quiz that go along with this audio, be sure to sign up to premium content at AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Here is the story one more time. It was a warm Saturday afternoon, and Alex was getting ready for yet another date. While standing in front of the mirror and buttoning up his shirt, he wondered what was in store for him this time. Could it get any worse? Well, maybe. His next date could pick her nose and eat her boogers, or even pull out some floss and start cleaning her teeth between courses. It didn't seem likely, but... To be frank, he didn't know anything about the girl he was about to go out with. After explaining the past few disastrous encounters to his friends, they'd convinced him to be set up on a blind date. He had no idea what the girl looked like, what her hobbies were, or what she did for a living. All he knew was that her name was Sophia, and according to his friends, she was funny, kind, and respectful, just like him. A dinner reservation was made for a nice little Italian joint a few blocks away, and he couldn't wait. His stomach was growling. He put on his shoes, shut the front door, and headed out his apartment building towards the street. The sky was overcast. It had rained earlier that morning, and everything was still wet. When a cool breeze blew, he zipped up his jacket all the way to his chin and stuck his hands in his pockets to keep them warm. When he got to the crosswalks, he looked at all of the yellow cabs speeding by. Not even the first rain of the season could slow down traffic in New York City. There were places to be and people to see. When the light turned red, a nearby taxi driver slammed on his brakes and sent dirty street water from a puddle in Alex's direction. He didn't see it coming. Water splashed all over his pants, making it appear as if he'd wet himself. Many of his friends would have flipped the driver off, but he didn't want to make a scene. 
So instead, he swore under his breath. What was that? Should he go back home for a change of clothes or head to the restaurant as is? If he went home, he'd definitely be late for the date. If he went straight to the restaurant, uh, he was afraid he would make a bad first impression. In the end, he chose the latter. When he got to the restaurant, he took a deep breath and walked inside. He looked around the room, searching for women sitting by themselves. At the bar, a woman in a leather vest with a shaved head and tattoos talked loudly, but didn't seem to be waiting for anyone. On his left, an older woman with short, curly gray hair saw him and grinned. Then at a booth, he saw a beautiful brunette take a sip of water. She looked up at him and waved. He walked over, wet pants and all, and was ready to explain what had happened. But before sitting down, she laughed, handed him a napkin, and said, Don't worry, it happens to the best of us. What happened next would be told time and time again. It was one of the most enjoyable meals of his lifetime. So I have two conversation questions for you today that you can use either with your language partner or teacher, or you can just simply think about them. Number one, imagine you're in Alex's shoes. You're standing on a street corner covered in dirty street water, and you have a date scheduled. Would you go home and change your clothes and be late to the meeting, or would you show up dirty? Why? To piggyback off that last question, question number two is, how important is punctuality in your country? In other words, how important is it to show up on time? That's it for today's episode. I hope you liked the second part of this story. I have a feeling there might be a third part. We'll have to see. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the American English Podcast. Remember, it's my goal here to not only help you improve your listening comprehension, but to show you how to speak like someone from the States. If you want to receive the full transcript for this episode, or you just want to support this podcast, make sure to sign up to premium content on AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Thanks and hope to see you soon.